Sear Nova Podcast, episode 104. We have Russell Allen. What's up? Well, at least it's 104 and it's not 404. Like, this is an error or something. <laughs> yeah, like, welcome to episode 404. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to remember that, Greg. We're going to look up other server errors, like error 103, and see if that's. I know it's already at 104. I wonder if that is a server error. Yeah. No, I think for the 500s are server errors. I don't want to name it that 404. Like that's the that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to 400 episodes, like 404 episodes, that'd be hilarious. Error 104 cannot request exclusive semaphores at interrupt time. I don't know what a semaphore is, but yeah. Did you say whores? <laughs> Oh no, yeah. semi whores. I'm sorry. No, semi semi whores. Yeah, semi whores. So, so only when they're at Chili's on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> so how you guys doing tonight? Good. Yeah. Doing today? excellent, and I'm I'm antivirus free. <laughs> antivirus free. Yeah, so, I love it. Who are you, and what do you do? Wait, Greg, I just realized you ever played the intro. No, I'm gonna do that later. Ah, okay. I was gonna say we're like just like skipping past it. I was like, "Where's our cool little ten second clip uh, that makes everyone it, awkward?" We just do that. <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> so I am Russell Allen with Russ Explode Studios. I am a podcaster. I am an author, card game creator, and a newly uh, comic creator, and as well as a member of CB4K. That's comic books for kids that uh, helps in. Coloring books, comic books, pop figurines, pet dispensers, and stuffed animals to cancer centers and hospitals across the nation to help give kids, you know, solace, hope, and strength. So, got a lot of stuff going on. Super busy, dude, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, so, you have a Kickstarter that is coming soon. So, Cat Cat and piggy girl so what's the little elevator pitch for that i guess well i don't know that there's a little elevator pitch for it so like steph wilson and carrie and uh my wife and i were all hanging out we were talking about you know things a great idea to do for the charity would be to write a book uh, a comic book that not only you know we could raise money uh to uh print other books to send to the charity yeah, well, first, the idea was to raise money to send to the charity. And I'm like, well, what about if we wrote the book geared towards children, raised money, and sent the books? Because, you know, there's not a lot of content that's geared towards kids in hospitals and stuff like that. There's more kids' comic books, but not kids to help them feel involved into the comic book. So I tasked myself with writing a book that would not only be cute for adults to read, it would be fun for kids. It would give them hope and it would give them an idea of ways to cope with being in the hospital. I mean, we're all in this era of COVID where, you know, there's still hospitals that are on lockdown. Kids are going through chemo treatments by themselves because you're receiving chemotherapy, you are immunocompromised. So, you know, if you got parents, you got siblings and stuff coming in and out of the hospital, you got a high possibility of transmitting, you know, sickness to your child, they're not going to allow you to be there. So imagine that you're six or seven years old and you're going through chemotherapy and you're doing this alone. I mean, stuff that most adults can't even uh, tough going through. It, it's hard for a kid. So I thought for over a month, I'm like, every idea I came up, up with was stupid. And, you know, to give you a little bit of backstory, my son's had two open heart surgeries. He just turned seven last month. 
He had open heart surgery at a week old and his second one at two and a half. So, you know, we see the benefit that these kids receive from receiving stuff in the hospital. You know, Roderick, you know, when he had a second open heart surgery, we sat in the telephone booth for 12 hours waiting for that phone call uh, that our son made it. We go upstairs, he's inconsolable, rolling all over, he's in pain, we can't settle him down. We're like, what do we do? And the nurse comes in with a Spider-Man Hot Wheel, you know, like this 99 cent toy, like a superhero, and like all of a sudden he forgets he's in pain. So, you know, that's how CB4K and I kind of found each other uh, six months later and how I became a member of the charity. Uh, so that's a little backstory that's kind of needed to move forward with, with talking about Cat Cat and Pedro. So I'm laying in bed one night, like a month after this, and I'm like, I've got it. And my wife's like, you got what, COVID? What What do you, what do you got? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Cat Cat and Piggy Girl. She's like, what is Cat Cat and Piggy Girl? And I'm like, think about it. What is the one thing Roderick always takes to the hospital, you know, when he's had his cardiac cast? He's had three of those, though. He's had his open heart surgery. The one thing he always takes to the hospital with him is his favorite stuffed animal, Cat Cat. Uh, you know, Cat Cat, I got him. It's a cat from Purina Farms. I got him when Roderick was like uh, six months old. We took him to Purina Farms. It's like, I don't know, 10 miles from our house. They do stuff on Halloween hay rides and stuff. They get to pet a bunch of animals. And that was one thing he picked out in the gift shop was this, this Purina Farms uh, cat. And that became his favorite thing. And he called it Cat Cat. Because when he was a kid, he, uh, when he was really young, he double worded everything. So it would be Dad Dad or, you know, Cat Cat. And then, you know, when Adriana was born, she was a month old. So I kept with it and when we went for Halloween because she was born in October. She was a month old. Uh, I let her pick out one and she picked out the pig with the Purina Farms t-shirt. So <laughs> that was that was Pia, as she called it then, because she couldn't pronounce Piggy. And now it's Piggy. But it used to be Pia. But I didn't think Pia girl would, you know, be easy to translate over into a book. But I'm like, here's this great idea. Like, what if... Roderick and Adriana, my kids, uh, discovered that their stuffed animals had superpowers. And what if they gained their superpowers and became Cat Cat and Piggy Girl? Like, it would be an awesome thing because three things are going to happen here. For one, most kids are going to have a stuffed animal uh, with them at the hospital. If they don't, they might even actually have one that was provided by CB4K. And then now they got the CB4K comic book about stuffed animal superheroes. So this story will not only is it cute, it'll keep them occupied, it'll give them a great fun story to read about these two kids, but they can then go on superhero adventures with their stuffed animals. Say, you know, little Timmy's got his giraffe with him, you know, he can be giraffe boy or, or whatever. And and then they now all of a sudden he's thinking about that and forgetting about all these treatments he's going through or being in the hospital or being in pain from surgery. And so then I kind of spurred forward with the idea. And I'm like, not only can this be a great thing for kids to give them imagination, but what if I started a page and allowed kids that have read this book with the parents' permission, of course, to post pictures of them with their stuffed animal going on adventures in the hospital and gave them an opportunity to win a chance uh, of me randomly choosing one of the kids each month or each you know few months to be a sidekick in issue two, in issue three, in issue four. So now you've got three things. You've got a book that's going to entertain them. You've got the idea in their head now. They can go on adventures with their with their own stuffed animal. And you've got them excited because, Mom, Dad, I could be in the next issue. You know, put a picture of me with my rhino. Put a picture of me with my favorite teddy bear. And, you know, so now they're excited. You know, you know, as a kid, 
just the the thought of you know winning anything to us was great like you know i'll never forget the excitement of when when sears ran this thing about you know draw your dad and you know for father's day and i was in sears and i drew my dad i i gave him like uh, nuts for eyes and then he had like a wrench for a nose and like i don't even remember what i made his mouth out of but like sears calls my mom and she's like who is this and my dad won a 500 you know a tool gift card to go pick out tools for father's day because of my drawing and like i didn't win anything but i was excited because i won something so just you know the thought of you know entering something and being able to win a chance i i thought was a great idea because these kids can go on there and then not only will it be a great thing for that the third thing that i wanted to get to is it creates a community you got a community of kids that all like this comic book that can talk about the book you have this community of kids that are all going through stuff. So say, you know, Timmy gets on there and, you know, he's going in for chemo the first time and he's scared. And you've got 800 other kids that are on the site that have been through chemo or who've been through open heart surgery. They can go on there and say, hey, it's okay. You know, I've had this done. What are, what are you having done? What's wrong? Now you've got a, a support system set up of people that are like-minded, the same age, and that can you know, work this part, this kid through this and, and help calm them down, give them hope and, and let them not be scared of it. So that's what this comic book's about. Cat Cat and Peggy Girl is about my two kids and how they uh, become Cat Cat and Peggy Girl, how they find out that their stuffed animals have superpowers and they go off on their first adventure. So this kind of entails, you know, them becoming the superheroes and he gives a little backstory to them and, you know, me as dad and uh you know from here on out the the sky's the limit I, i'm looking at having a lot of fun with this and keeping this going uh non-stop yeah i love that that's awesome uh yeah just thinking like the, all, all the stuff that you're doing is all the stuff a, a kid kind of needs you're giving him escapism from his current problems something to look forward to for potentially you know being in a comic and you're building a community around them so like that's a yeah it's very powerful yeah you're like the Patch Adams of comic books. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, you know, they say that comic books a dying era, you know, and, and a lot of kids these days, you know, they don't like comic books. So this is like a double edged sword. Not only are we helping kids, but we're also helping the comic community is the more comics I can get into kids hands, the more kids that are going to get into comics. I mean, that, that'll give them escapism, not only through, you know, the story and everything, the community, but it'll give them escapism, finding a new vice, uh, you know, instead of being addicted to TikTok or Facebook, <laughs> now they're addicted to Batman and, you know, Sierra Nova Chronicles and, and, you know, you know, all these different things, you know, or, you know, they find out this whole new world exists. Like I knew Spider-Man was a cartoon in a movie. I didn't know comic books even still existed. So, I mean, this is opening them up to a whole new world and it could possibly help, you know, get more kids into comic books and, you know, keep our, our industry alive. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it's actually interesting. Oh. Um, well, one of the things that, like, because I, I, I've heard that before, like, I actually was just talking to someone this weekend about uh, comic books and, like, you know, aren't they kind of dying? And it's like, not really, like, with the... The fact that, um, what's it called? The uh, the major uh, comic cons like New York Comic Con and uh, 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 what's the San Diego Comic Con, the fact that they're growing every single year 
just is part partial proof that they're not dying because yes, there's people that go there for film, but there are way more people that are there for like uh, specific comics. There's I've seen tons of people at those conventions that are dressed as characters I've never heard of. And it's because they're actually like an independent comic that I haven't heard of. And that means that they're big enough. Someone's willing to dress up as them. They just don't have the widespread notice that Marvel or DC has. And the fact that, um, and I, I've mentioned this before in other podcasts, the uh, the company IT Comics uh, that uh, Tom Bilyeu from Impact Theory ended up creating, he's partnering with people in the music industry because in the music industry, comics are still a big deal. A lot of a lot of people in the hip hop community, for example, that was what they grew up on, and now there's younger hip hop artists that are still interested in it. I remember mentioning to a local artist here that, oh yeah, you know, I have a comic book company. We have our own comics created. And one thing we were, you know, thinking about was connecting with musicians. And he's like, oh, how much would it cost for me to have my own comic, right? Like to have a comic for for me for like my fans. And it's like that. So people are still very much interested in it. It's just more that I think that the same with like the movies where people, you know, keep making the same thing over and over again. They're just bored with it. They don't know that there's a bunch of independent comic creators out there creating very interesting stories. And the fact that there's comic book for kids, like that's a way better you know, thing for kids to learn how to read. That's, in yep. fact, uh, that, that's something when you want to learn a new language, like that's one of the easiest ways to learn a new language is to read comic books because they're more conversational. They're not, you know, long dialogues. And so by doing that for kids, they can learn, you know, their native language. They can learn foreign language. You know, you, you can do so much with comics for kids. So, like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I kind of waited to tell Mark about it. So, like, the way I became a member of CB4K, you know, Roderick had his open heart surgery and uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving in 2017. And so it was shortly after that I found uh, comic, uh, Hooked on Comics, which is the shop that I buy from. Uh, in Pennsylvania and every Saturday they did a uh, like a charity raffle where you'd send in 10 bucks you get put on a wheel and you could win a book but I heard the spiel about comic books for kids and it's like this is something that you know sounds like you know kind of what Roderick got while he was in the hospital I'd like to support something like that and you know be able to give back tenfold because you know it's not just a great thing for the kids it's a great thing for the parents I mean the time when they brought in that spider-man car we were exhausted i mean we sat in a room the size of a telephone booth for 12 hours not knowing if our kid was going to make it or not and so then we go upstairs and we're exhausted and we're trying to console him and get him to sit still and all of a sudden he's got this car and he's like don't even care that we're up there anymore and so we you know we go and sit on the on the in the couch and and we were able to be there for each other and decompress for the day a little bit and so it's good for the parents as well so i was like you know i want to get back to something like this tenfold so what I did was, is, you know, I started giving a uh, <clears throat> CB4K through that raffle every week. I'd send 10, 20, 30 bucks, whatever I could every Saturday. And then in 2019, I met Mark, which is the owner creator of CB4K at C2E2 in Chicago. And it's always said, you know, thanks for everything that you do. You, you don't understand the impact that, you know, it makes on the parents as much as it does the kids. You know, I, you always, you guys always talk about the kids, but it really helps the parents too, because, you know, we have a tool that is now laid in front of us to actually help our kids. So it gives us time to de-stress. And, you know, you got to meet Roderick. And so fast forward uh, to uh, 2020, uh, I funded Zeno Nanite Titan, The Fall Before the Rise, which is the first uh, novel. That oh, Greg, make, Greg, make him full screen so we can see that in detail. 
So in, in 2020, nice. I published my first novel. Uh, they uh, found a tumor on my liver. They thought I had cancer. The hospital shut down. And this is a book that I wrote 10 years ago. It's a trilogy. This is the first book in the trilogy. And so it's got, uh, with, with COVID and everything happened, I'll show some of these images on the inside. I actually uh, commissioned Andy Artist. So there's Steph Wilson. And then here's one of my good friends, Ed Williams, who helped me work on the concept art. And then... Uh, Where's Armando's? Let's go to chapter five. We got Armando Ramirez. This is one of my favorite pieces in here. Right here. So this is the scepter brute from the story and uh, my character. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and so, you know, this was a story that I had a lot of passion about. I wrote this 10 years ago. It's about a father who gets thrown into adversity. He uh, He's on leave spending time with his family. He gets called back to work because uh, there's an emergency and a... Uh, an accident happens, casts him in the far reaches of space. He doesn't know where he's at, where the earth is, if his family's still alive. And this is the story of a father fighting his way back to find out is his family still alive, does the earth still exist? And he's got this experimental technology that he's been working on for several years. Uh, and that's all he's got at his disposal. And so, you know, that kind of kicked me in the ass finding out, you know, hey, uh, there's a significant evidence of malignancy. You know, by the way, uh, COVID we're shutting down. You may or may not have cancer. Uh, We'll get with you when we open back up. So in March of 2020, uh, I put Russ Explode Studios together. Uh, I started pushing hardcore more into doing indie podcasts, helping indie creators, authors, and stuff out. Uh, I hit up indie artists. I uh, got my book edited, and uh, I pushed it on Kickstarter in November. Uh, the first Kickstarter failed, but uh, I don't call it a failure because I had Steph Wilson draw up a shirt. That said, I'm a Titan for CB4K. And it had me as Zenonani Titan reading uh, a book to Roderick in a bed after an open heart surgery with Adriana at the end of the bed with a get well balloon. And uh, like I said, it said, I'm a Titan for CB4K. Uh, unofficially, officially, uh, all proceeds from that shirt were going to CB4K. Well, Mark, you know, gets on Facebook and sees this post. Hey, get this T-shirt. All proceeds are going to CB4K. And he's like, oh, I love the T-shirt. That's awesome. I get a message from, you know, his daughter. Um, Dad wants to talk to you. Call him. And I'm like, oh, man, I messed up. I didn't ask for permission to do this. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, Mark, what's up, man? He's like, Russ, what's going on? He's like, love what you do with the T-shirt. He's like, you wouldn't believe it. I logged on Facebook this morning. It was the first thing on my feed that I seen. He's like, I got to say. Uh, how would you like to be the official t-shirt supplier of CB4K? And I'm like, okay. And he's like, he's like, no, no, man. He's like, you don't understand. I've been reaching out to people for months. Uh, I can't get answers back on doing t-shirts. It's something we've been wanting to do for a long time. And I get on Facebook and it's like, you know, it's like godsend. You know, it was destiny, fate for me to get on here and see this. He's like, how, how would you like to do it? And I'm like, all right, I'll work on it. So, uh, you know. Uh, March of last year, I launched uh, the website. Uh, I relaunched the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter funded it 200%. I got the book published and it's printed and out there. If you'd like to get a copy, you can go to zenonanitetitan.com. Spelled just like you see it there. Um, and you can also go there and get one of these fine t-shirts. We've got one from Ronnie Fike. We've got one from April Grady Rayner. We've got a shirt from Wendy Steen Shanner. We've got the Mark CB4K, which is the Iron Man logo with the CB4K. Uh, it's not Iron Man. It's 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 it's, it's Mark for Mark's TV 4K. 
Get it, Mark. Mark. Uh, anyway, so uh, and you can get the official CB4K T-shirt and the unofficial because the slogan's actually "I'm a champion for CB4K" and this is "I'm a titan for CB4K." You can still get that shirt on there too. All proceeds from every one of those shirts go straight to CB4K.org. There they are, right there. So we got hoodies. We got tank tops. There's the Mark CB4K. You just went over it right there. It's got the arc reactor. Um, and then there it is right there. I'm a Titan for CB4K. So that's me reading a book to Roderick with Sissy at the <laughs> end of the bed. But we've got, I've got everything on here, folks. You know, we've got, you know, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. We've got adult. We've got kids. Um, and then we got all kinds of great stuff. And as, of course, too, we've got the book. Unfortunately, proceeds from that. Uh, go to help make book two. So uh, you can support me through buying that book or you can support CB4K from buying one of those shirts. So this was kind of like the venture that opened me up. And, uh, you know, in March, uh, the book funded, I printed it. Uh, I launched the official website with the t-shirts and uh, Mark made me an official member of CB4K. So with that being said, I have also started... Um, Rust Exposed Studio charity auctions for CB4K. We got all kinds of cool stuff like uh, this right here. I've got this up there for available for auction. This is a limited print with COA glass framed from Elias Chazoutis and uh, of Lady Death. You can get stuff like that on the uh, charity page on Facebook. Again, that's Rust Exposed Studios charity auctions for CB4K or something like this lovely xenoscope grim fairy tales cover book volume two right here it's a nice hard cover book thick book with a lot of art in it uh the, all this stuff is available to bid on or it has a buy it now price with shipping included and all proceeds from stuff on the auction site goes towards helping those kids uh last month uh, february uh 22nd was cb4k day we raised 800 dollars Sent that over. Uh, awesome, awesome thing. I'm so thankful to the community. I'm humbled for that turnout. It was a great thing. And, uh, you know, the way that you can say, people go, oh, $800 isn't much. It's $25 a box of 125 copies of, uh, of, of a book. So for 25 bucks, you can send, there it is right there. There's the $800 that was sent over. I had to send the last bit over just waiting on some payments and, you know, people stuff to get there because I don't send the money. So you receive your stuff in good order. Um, but, <laughs> you know, 25 bucks is one box of comics, pops, Pez dispensers, coloring books uh, to a hospital. $25. You're helping 125 kids for $25. That's the best feeling in the world. Uh, you're helping a parent who may might see their child smile for the last time because they received this awesome gift that was given from CB4K. And, you know, you can't put a price on a child, a, a parent seeing a child smile for the last time. You can't. And so, you know, they're doing the Lord's work through that. And so I'm super excited about it. And uh, this this comic book project is kind of in something underground I did. You know, I didn't ask permission from Mark because, you know, this this is under my veil. It'll be Rust Explode Studios. Uh, I'm, I'm unveiling a new brand underneath the me. Uh, Explode Comics. Uh, stories that'll blow your mind. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is going to be a cute thing. I'm super, I'm super excited about this because every copy sold, that money will be used to overprint copies. I, I want to get thousands of these books in the hospital. 
is not only is this a great thing because we're helping kids, it's a great thing because we're helping new kids get into comics, but we're also helping spread the word about CB4K because each book will talk about CB4K. It'll talk about Roderick and you know his heart surgeries and all the things he's had to overcome in his life. And the story will teach kids to overcome the obstacles in their life. So there's just so many great things with this, and I'm excited. We're launching the 19th. I'm on uh, the Catch the Craze podcast with uh, Sam Vera and George Medina. I'll be going live with them. I'll be launching it around 8.30 uh, Central Time, p.m. And uh, so April 19th, you know, it's going to be go. We got like a $1,000 goal going 30 days. Um, keeping it simple. Everything's going to have trade dresses. Uh, I'm not going to do virgins and metals and all that because, you know, it's taken away from me being cost effective to send more books to the hospitals. You guys are going to get high quality books, but we're not going to do the whole jazz of, you know, oh, get this metal cover for 150 bucks. You know, I don't want to complicate things. I want it to be simple. I want, I want you know, you to read a great book. And I want you to help kids read a great book. So uh, there will be AP copies available. All of the people, everyone donated their time. Want to talk about them real quick. Uh, thank you to Rodney Fike. Rodney Fike did the main cover and the illustrations. Uh, Chuck Pino did the editing for the book. Uh, we also have Jason Meadows, is who will be doing the lettering for the book. We've got April Grady Reyna and uh, CB Zane, as well as Stuff Wilson and Carrie Ann. They all did variant covers for the book as well, so we'll have four covers. Uh, so thank you. Every one of those guys uh, or gals donated their time. To this book to help make this book a success and get more books into the hands of children and, and i couldn't thank the community more these are great people who've worked with me on a constant basis and uh, i'm humbled the fact that people are willing to give their time up to do something like this that's how big of an impact uh this charity is going to make uh through through all the work that these people have given it's it's awesome so there will be some special hollow copies you guys will be able to get each one of the people uh that have donated their time to this book is going to get uh, AP copies of the book that are going to be hollow foil. Uh, so you you can get a chance at one of those limited edition hollow foils that just won't be through the Kickstarter. Uh, so I want everybody to know. You're going to go on there and you're going to be like, uh, April cover, Rodney cover, Steph cover, CB cover, all four covers. That's it. That's it. We're, we're keeping this simple. And there's a there's a squee tailored tier, which is, Peggy Girl is going to squee with excitement because you bought 10 copies of this book. Any cover you want, you can get three, four, two, whatever you want of each cover. Uh, you can choose the covers that are part of the 10. But you get the Squeed Tail Tailor tier, and Piggy Girl is going to squeeze with excitement that you want to put this book in your retail store. And if you get the Meowtastic Retailer tier, Cat Cat will meow with excitement to know that you want to put 20 copies of Cat Cat and Piggy Girl in your retail store. Uh, so that that's the gist of it, folks. Six tiers. There's gonna be some add-ons. We might be adding some 3D figure prints on there. We'll do some, you know, limited edition stuff. Uh, stuff that will just be fun to, to help raise money for kids. But at the bottom line, at the end of the day, no matter what I say about Cat Cat and Piggy Girl, everything on there is going to be going towards getting these books to kids. And I want that to be the thing that gets hammered home. Is you're not spending money, uh, fifty dollars on a on a variant cover that you're gonna hang on the wall, or you're not. You're not spending, you know, a hundred dollars to get that that naughty cover. You're spending thirty bucks on a great story. That the the remainder of the money is going to go to help children, a hundred percent of it. Uh, because CB4K is a 401c, you know, IRS recognized charity. 
they don't keep anything. 100% goes to getting books and stuff to kids. Uh, if you want to check out more about CB4K, you can go to cb4k.org. That's CB, the number four, and then uh, k.org, and check all that out. But I'm, I'm, I'm amped. Everybody's amped about it. We're going to try to go live this Saturday, bring all the creators in, do like an hour-long session, bring each one on, and we'll talk about their pieces, and uh, I'll link that to the Kickstarter. So I'm pretty excited. Awesome. Sorry, guys, I'm long-winded. I'm making your job easy. <laughs> Can you tell I run a podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is a clean site, too. It's awesome. Well, and here's the thing. So Funko Pop, uh, Pez, uh, we've got IDW. There you go, right there. Scroll down again. So these are, keep growing a little more. These oh, are yeah, all... These are all the sponsors. Every one of these companies is is a part of CB4K. Funko, Pez, Diamond Distributing, Image, IDW, Oni Press, Dark Horse. Every one of these corporations sends stuff to comic books for kids. We get pallets upon pallets of books, uh, pop figurines. And, and the thing is, we've got to ship all this stuff out. So all this money that is raised through CB4K auctions, all the money that is donated to the charity through like the Comic-Cons and stuff, you might see me at a Comic-Con. I'll be pushing stuff there that I'm auctioning. All that money goes to help ship the stuff that these great companies send to CB4K to the hospitals. Because, I mean, stuff gets to CB4K. It's just getting it to the hospitals is the problem. We all know how much shipping is. Yeah. And they also have a Canada uh, distribution center now. So can Canada was about a year and a half, two years ago. And then... Uh, something that was just announced recently, there's now CB4K in the UK. So excited <laughs> to be able to to let people know that because you guys would be blown away at the amount of messages they get from people in the United Kingdom, from England and stuff that say, hey, I love this charity. Uh, I want to buy this and help support the kids. Is there any way we can get this over here? And I'm like, we're working. You know, yeah, CB4K UK. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like literally, I think a month and a half ago, this has gotten the green light. And uh, uh, so and then there is also a sister company uh, to CB4K. It's uh, Comic Books for Troops, CB4T. So all the books that get donated to CB4K that goes, yeah, this is a no for kids. Yeah, this is a no for kids, too. All those books say you got a bunch of books you want to offload that are, you know, just like dollar bin books and you got like long boxes of them you're like i don't know what to do with these because they don't sell drop them off at cb4k they will send them to the troops overseas the troops that are stationed all over the u.s uh it's also another great charity you know giving uh books to the troops giving them something to do it's, it's a cool thing uh you can check that out cb4t almost say k dot org uh, so. oh it's to say yeah, cb4t dot org i was trying to like look for it <laughs> <laughs> oh that goes right that goes oh it's on the top of the page that's why okay i see it yeah where is it uh share screen yeah like on the on the on the top section here yep got me books for troops so like i always get that question well i got these books but they're not they're not uh kid friendly yeah not good. yeah they're not kid friendly i'm like you know, yeah, they could go to the troops. So there's pictures of the troops. Uh, you guys can see everything on here. The thank you notes from the hospitals. Uh, there you go right there. Over 125,000 comics donated to the troops in the last 12 months. 125,000. That's awesome. That's spectacular. 
And so, you know, th this is just an awesome charity. It's something that I, I advocate hard for. You know, I've got a critical illness child. Uh, he's going to have open heart surgeries for the rest of his life. We're getting ready to go in the next year for another surgery. It's something hard for me as a father, you know, to see, which leads into, you know, this. When I rewrote, I rewrote book one for Zeno Titan. Back when I wrote this 10 years ago, I didn't have kids. Well, now it's been 12 years ago. Sorry. I keep saying 10 years ago because I've been saying that for so long. Uh, you know, 12 years ago when I wrote this book, I didn't have kids. So I rewrote this. Every interaction in here is the interaction. It's the way my kids talk to me. And this is, you know, about a father from the viewpoint of a father of all the adversities we've went through over the last few years. You know, I, uh, they found a tumor and then uh, I went, they closed down while well, I had to go back to work because of COVID. My wife wasn't working. I had two kids. I was sick, but I still went to work every day. And I was out there, you know, fighting to keep my family going. And my third day back to work, I got hit head on on the way home. Now I've got, you know, my C6 and 7s blown. I just got injections in that. Uh, I, my L1 and 2, 4, and 5 is messed up. But uh, I got surgery scheduled on the 27th of this month to go in and try to put a chip in to block the pain. Uh, I have been kind of silent lately. So for anybody that's like, yeah, I just disappeared over the last two weeks. I've been doing really bad with the pain. I've been really down and out with it. Uh, Wednesday, I was in the hospital again. My sciatica was so bad, I couldn't even stand on my own legs. I'm like, hey, fix me. I got to go to work, uh, you know, because I'm still fighting for my family. So, um, you know, I am down and out. You may not see a whole lot of me, but uh, Rodney, Tina, and all the other people that are part of this uh, this Kickstarter are going to help me push it really hard. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping this does really good. And if you want to support me and uh, doing more great stuff, please pick up a copy of Zenon and Night Titan. I'm telling you guys, this book is phenomenal. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm working on book two now. Unfortunately, I was going to launch it in March, but then my wife and kids got hit head on by a drunk driver last year. So we had to go buy a new vehicle because they didn't have insurance. And so my entire book fund went uh, out the window. So, you know, we're still fighting through all this stuff. You know, life happens, but uh, you know what? That's what, that's what books are for. It's our escapism into words, which uh, lead to your escapism because you read it and you want to get out of your life and read about somebody else's crap. <laughs> right like yeah it. that's excellent yeah it's it's crazy it's, you know it's very uh very uh what's the word i'm looking for it's like encouraging to see people that you know go through tough times and they're still like but yeah i'm still here i'm still fighting so it's definitely something that uh i i feel like more people need to hear because like there's some people that you know they're going through tough times but like not not really like you know like there's always somebody who, who has it worse there's always somebody who needs to fight and you know you're, you're you're racking up your list pretty pretty high and yet you're still going so that's incredible well i mean the thing is 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 this this is the best saying ever is uh the biggest dreams you'll ever find are at the grave because most people ever never make their dreams come true so why wait until tomorrow do it today because tomorrow might not be there you know uh mm -hmm. I mean, it's the truth of it. And that's when I found out I had cancer, I possibly had cancer. I was like, this is it, you know, because I just lost my grandfather to cancer um, in September yeah, before I found out that I, they found the tumor on my liver. And then they found another tumor on my spine. And so, uh, you know, it was just fresh in my mind. You know, I just buried my grandpa. Well, then I just lost my grandpa again in January. My, my other grandpa had stomach cancer. They found out uh, on New Year's. I just had a full nerve burn, nerve burn done on my back. And uh, so I was kind of down and out and couldn't go visit him in the hospital. 
Well, then uh, I ended up getting COVID and the flu, even though I was vaccinated against both of them. I don't know how I got it. I was the only one. And so I got the flu Rona and uh, the flu Rona. Yeah, the flu Rona. (laughs) And so uh, he was supposed to come home on Thursday and then Friday was the end of my, my quarantine. And so, uh, I made plans to go see him Saturday and that Saturday morning he passed away. And so I didn't get a chance to see him. So it, it really hit hard. So, I mean, the first, the, the year started out kind of rough, but uh, I'm still, still kicking ass and taking names. I'm working on stuff, full circle of destruction, which is a card game that I funded in November. So I'm pushing that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's making fun of Steph Wilson. Uh, it's a huge joke between him and I. Uh, and, and a lot of the people that watched that, you know, it was something that came to me. He started doing You Can Draw. And I'm like, how can I make this fun? Because that's me. I don't care, you know, what other people think. I just like to have fun. And that, there needs to be a lot more people in the world that stop caring. We'd have a lot more cool stuff out there. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, how can I make this more fun? I'm like, I got it. We'll do a cross between Deadpool and Steph Pool. And so, like, it's our Deadpool and Steph, and they make it Stephpool. So we started out, the first thing we drew was, like, uh, it was Godzilla ripping the water tower off of the top of a building. And so uh, we always talk about Wild Room Studios with Jesse Witchman, which is another artist. And I was like, so I made it Jesse Witchman's Wild Room, and uh, <laughs> Godzilla was drinking the water tower off of the top of his thing. And then the next week, we did something about... Uh, uh i don't even remember oh burritos and so uh and uh, somebody eating burritos so i made it stuff pull eating a burrito and he blew up jesse Witchman's wild room bathroom and like the whole place was just destroyed and so like it just it grew into something i've got like a whole book full of sketches each week that i did uh, a lot of them i gave away and uh, the zeno nanny titan kickstarter everybody got either a stuff pool original from when i first started drawing them if they asked for specific characters, I drew them for them. And I'm actually pretty proud of some of them. I did uh, Cat, Cat uh, I did Critter, and I did Darth Vader. Darth Vader actually turned out pretty good. Darth Vader was stuff cool. And uh, a mermaid and all kinds of stupid stuff. It and, sounds uh, like, what's, uh, what's it called? Cards Against Humanity in comic book format. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, so have you ever played Unstable Unicorns before? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's the, best, it's the best card game ever. You got to go buy it. Unstable Unicorns is awesome. So this is kind of like Unstable Unicorns in a way. So the, the idea that I came up with Steph Wills, our Steph Wills Circle of Destruction was, how can I make a card game that helps the indie creators out? And I'm like, okay, so let's reach out to some indie creators and say, can I use your character? So I reached out to Chuck Pino and Sean Barber about Belial. And I'm like, hey, can I use Link for one of the cards? So... All right, folks, we're going a little rated M here. Not bad, super bad. But we've so we've got in, in Belial 2, there's a scene that involves a porta potty. And so <laughs> in the in, in the uh, safer work version, Link from Belial 2 traps you in a porta potty and you lose your turn. And <laughs> in, in the not safe or I'm sorry, the not stuff pool for work edition. The stuff pool for work and the not stuff pool for work edition. The not stuff pool for work edition, it becomes the glory hole porta shitter of doom. The glory. <laughs> and you still lose a turn. But it was a fun way to make a fun card game. And then when you look at the bottom of the card, it's got instinct.com where you can go on there and you can get their book. 
uh, I, I, there's so many creators that I reached out to that are like, yeah, use, use my, my stuff. I don't care. Uh, they're like, I can't wait to see what you draw. And so all these cards are, are drawn by me. It's shitty art with witty humor because I'm not an artist. I'm an author. And, uh, uh, each one includes a link. You can go to the creator. So this is something fun. You bring your friends over, you play the game. You're like, this is hilarious. And then you look at the bottom, I'm like, oh, there's a link. Well, then that person that thinks that joke on that card is so funny. And it's actually something that happens in the book that I tailored to my own uh, doom darkness. And uh, they can go to that website, buy a copy of the book. It's a cool way to get people interested in indie books and stuff like that. Because you're playing this card game and, and like you're like, oh, my God, this joke's hilarious. Like, like we, won't even call, we won't even talk about what the stop card is. I don't, I don't want well, to. <laughs> instead of... <laughs> he, got, he got a standard uh, uh, card in the standard stuff version of the game where uh, it's it's just like a card that, that stops your move. And in the not stuff for work edition, your move gets anal bleached. <laughs> I forgot that we did give you a character from Chronicles of Horror, but I didn't know which one. And then I actually like looked through our messages. I was like, oh, it's the goblin character. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, the goblin <laughs> yeah. character? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so so this was just a fun idea, and it's something I like to do. You know, we're a community, and and lately things have been so dark. I don't understand what's going on in the last few months. There's a lot of people fighting. Let's just suck our shit up. Let's get together and help each other make great shit. You know, let's stop the drama. And you know, that's that's why I do what I do. You know, I'm here, Best Explode Studios. I bring people on to talk about their inspirations. It's let's like you know, let's not just talk about your book. Let's talk about what inspired you to do your book. What inspired you to get into comedy? Because everybody has that story, you know, this is what I wanted to do my whole life. Everybody told me you can't make a living doing that, so I did this for a while, and then this happened, and now I do this, and now I'm the happiest I've ever been because I've finally done it. Nobody ever gets to hear those stories. It's always, well, I got this project going on, we're going to be doing this, and so, yeah, we got Zillow and Titan Book 2 coming soon. So anyway, so, you know, you get to hear these stories from these creators, you know, the stuff that... You know, you go to a Comic-Con to find out, but they got a line of 100 people, so you don't really get a chance to talk to them. This is your chance. Come on the podcast. Come on to Ross Explode Studios, Rich the Heart, and say, hey, why, why do you do this? What, what's this character? Why is the character like this? The stuff that you want to know, that's what these shows are about. Come find out about the creator. Because, you know, the number one thing is to sell yourself. You know, people have to like you to like your product, you know? And, yeah, you know, that, that's huge in, like, any artist world, too. Like, you definitely want to make sure that you're... You, there's so many stories out there. There's so much content. Like, we tell this to like music artists as well. Like there's so much content being created that there's going to be someone that probably looks, sounds, you know, draws just like you. So what's different is you like, so you have to like stand out, right. you have to put yourself out there, share your story because I might like your comic and the 18 other versions that other people created. But why do I buy yours? It's because I like you versus the 17 other people. That's right. And that's what the show is all about is selling yourself, you know, come show people who you really are. And like, I, I try not to be PC or, you know, it's like I tell people, you're not going to offend me. Come on. And you say something off the wall. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to kick you out of my studio. Like, you know, you're being yourself. I'm not selling you. You are, you are selling you So be who you are. I'm not going to come on here and be like, Oh, you can't say this. You can't do that. Like, cause you know, people get on there like, well, like, so like, what are the rules here? And I'm like, well, there are no rules. And they're like, well, like, like, uh, so I can say whatever. I'm like, yeah. Like, like see rule number here. one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the rule number one. There are no rules. 
I mean, it, it, I like to do it that way just because, I mean, yeah, could I get in trouble on, on, on online for it? Yeah, but I haven't had a problem, you know, in, in the three years I've been doing this, uh, you know, people have come on and they've been themselves and people have enjoyed that more because people are genuinely who they are. I mean, you can't go into someplace walking on eggshells and be yourself and and you're not going to, like, give your 100% because you're like, oh, can I say this? Or yeah. Can I do that? So I give people the opportunity to come on and be themselves. So, I mean, we have a lot of fun. So if you guys want to check those out, um, I'm re retooling my schedule because I kind of stopped the shows for a little bit to work on me because I've been so down and out. But uh, I'll be live Tuesday with Zyver Ronan. And uh, I'll be live on Saturday with a special blast cast for uh, Cat Cat and Piggy Girl. We'll be bringing on the creators for that. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Russ Explode Studios. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Russ Explode Studios Books with Heart or on Twitch at Russ Explode. Um, I stream all to all three platforms uh, every time. So we have a lot of fun on that. Blastcast gets just out of hand. Just ask Greg. Greg's like, what the hell did I get myself into? And he was like, this is the worst show I've ever been on. I... <laughs> it is, though, because, like, listen, like, like, everybody does these shows and they're all like highbrow and they're like you know you, you're on there to sell stuff and then like we have the saturday show which is like blast cast where it's like, like this weekend they'll be a little more tailored to be serious because we're, we're talking about the charity and stuff but most of the time it's like it's saturday night everybody's wore out we've had a shit week uh we're tired of working and we just want to just lay around and just bs and just talk about crazy stuff so that's what blast cast is blast cast is like that one chat where you're at the bar hanging out with your friends and you're just talking about stupid stuff like, uh, oh, my God, like just be gone. That was a huge joke for a long time. That's actually on Kickstarter right now. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I, I'm dead serious. It's got six days left on it. Is it doing good? Oh, huh? Is it, is it doing good? Is it funded? <laughs> yeah, it's funded. It's funded. I don't think yep. Accepted that on there. What was the name again? Gizby on. <laughs> Seriously, look it up. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Just put in J I Z Z. It's the first thing that pops up on there. Oh, so Kickstarter you... emailed me and said they thought it was the funniest thing ever. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Dead serious. Like, could you imagine the person that checked out that campaign and, <laughs> and they were love. like. <laughs> Yeah, projects we love. <laughs> there it is, right there. Sixteen backers, one thousand seventy-one. It was just a joke. Like we were joking around. Uh, you know, we had Stone Abdullah on talking about uh, Journey of the Shadow, and he has all of his waifu posters. And I said, "Are you going to include a bottle of jizz on that?" And he goes, "What?" And I said, uh, "I said, haven't you ever seen that movie Envy with Jack Black reinvents the poopy gone spray?" And yeah. like everybody's like, "Where does the poop go?" And so it turned in from a spray, like we actually sublimated towels as a gag gift. Uh, and that's not all that's on there. There's custom towels. You can get Sear Nova on a towel instead. Yeah, the, <laughs> the custom tumblers. Uh, those are the custom snow globe tumblers that we actually make. I have nicknamed them the Cumbler. <laughs> and see, this is what it's about. Not, not caring and having fun. Uh, there's Zinon and I tell you, my wife made that mug for me for... And there was an idea you can get the custom tile tier like me. You know, I, I could use it on the Anite Titan. There's custom t-shirts on there. Um, with me having back surgery, I may be out of work. 
Uh, this was like a fun way. I told my wife, I said, you know, I know it's a stupid idea, Jizbegon, but you know, it's a fun idea to advertise your business. You know, she does custom t-shirts. She does custom uh, towels, custom glasses. The safety glasses. Yeah, yeah. Right, you got me. Go to the next one. It gets worse. There's a stretch goal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, so I mean, this is a way of advertising my wife's business. If something happens and the surgery goes wrong. The, 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 soul, the soul leaving the body look, just the... What have I, <laughs> She's like, I what, can't believe my What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> well, so amazing. yeah, so I mean, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we we have fun on the show. Like I said, it's just a show to unwind to be stupid. Sometimes stuff legitimately comes true, and we do it just for the heck of it. I mean, the reason why that was born was because literally some guy over in Europe uh, sold ninety three thousand dollars on a Kickstarter selling his canned pee. He peed in a vat for two years, and he kept it, and he canned it in aluminum cans with foil tops. They're not even sealed with a pop top. They're they're sealed with foil, and he's gonna ship them worldwide. Just imagine, uh, like one of those foil lids busts open. You got some turt. So when the year old, like, is there anything hazardous or? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, how do you mail that? Like, you can't mail bottle fluid. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. So we were joking around, like, who buys ninety three thousand dollars worth of pee? Like, for one can, it was like four hundred dollars, or you get a six pack for eighteen hundred. So we were like, this is absurd. See, like, like rich? Sure, we're doing Jizzy going. People bought tea. Somebody's somewhere is going to find this hilarious. It's like dreams but, really can come true. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you know, it's so in the description. I'm like, get it as a gag gift. Give it as a coming of age gift. Coming of age <laughs> gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's that should be one of the tears. <laughs> that is a tear. It's called the spank bank. It's the ten white towel tear. <laughs> so. <laughs> And I should have oh. called it the 13-year-old boy. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so it, it was just, it was, it was, that was the funny thing about it. It was just joking around about it and making it into something, something true and, you know, sublimating it and just having fun with it. It was, you know, I'm like, what the hell? You know, if it, if it sells, it sells. If it don't, it don't. At least we advertise my wife's business. We had fun. It was a cool joke. And it is what it is. I'm kind of jealous, though. She funded her first project. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably because yeah. of this. Uh, you know, what is it? Mega sex connoisseur. Yeah, that, that's yeah, the mega tier. sex connoisseur. Nobody's backed that one yet. <laughs> Nobody's backed that one yet. But no, it's because of the cumbler. Like that. That was the funniest thing that everybody loved, and I think we have like twenty five of them back. Like either through add-ons or through the tier, because you can get a custom one. It doesn't have to be that. We can do any type of snow globe cumbler. Uh, I put that in there. So if you, know, if you want some cool sparkly. Uh, snow globe tumbler, uh, or you can get the tumbler, whichever one you want. But we have like 25 of those. Or I was like, oh my God, people want that many. Like, I'm like, hey, I don't hear any complaints. <laughs> like, you're talking about you wanted to do all these snow globe tumblers because they're so much fun. Like, and I get 25 of them to do. She's like, oh, I'm not complaining. Okay, help me. Like, I already do. I drill the holes. Like, I, 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 that was one of the funny jokes that I got on there about. <laughs> we started out blast cast and I'm like literally like 10 minutes before my wife's like hey come drill my hole and I was like what and she had the cup in her hand because I have to drill the holes in the cup for her to be able to put the glitter and the, and the fluid inside the tumbler 
and then you know seal it up and everything. And I'm like, what did you say? She's like, come drill my holes. And she's like, I, I, in the car. And I was like, oh, last cast tonight is canceled, folks. <laughs> so we have fun on there. It's, we let loose and, and have a good time. And that's what I'm all about. You know, be yourself, have fun. You know, people out there are going to look down on you and judge you. So what? You know, your true friends are the ones that stick around and think, you know, they have fun with you. And, and we have we have a blast. We really do. I mean, that's why I call it Blast Cats, because we just let loose and unwind and just, you know, we we are who we are. We can't change that. I'm not going to, it's not my goal to be out here to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, judge? <laughs> no, not judge. Impress anyone. I'm not, I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm, I'm out here to be me, have fun. You like me, you like me, you don't, you don't. And, like, I, I lost two followers over Jisby gone. I was so ripped in half about it. I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to make it through the rest of my life, folks. I think this is going to be the one thing that the straw that breaks the camel's back. I don't know how I'm going to make it. No, I'm just kidding. But I really did lose two followers. So I was like, really? Really? This is what it took for me to lose you? Like, there's far worse stuff than this, people. It's like, I've been trying to do this forever. I finally got rid of you. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, and, and I don't know. It is what it is. It's funny. I mean, you guys laughed, and that I almost made that <laughs> dude die at work yesterday. Like he inhaled a cough drop. He was laughing so hard. They were, <laughs> they were talking. <laughs> well, well, because I like I I oh yeah the, the glasses. Well, I had a meme that went with it. It said, uh, "Did you know that semen comes out at twenty miles per hour?" Carol didn't, and it's got her with a walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so, like, uh, I, I deliver oil to, uh, to uh, businesses. That's my main job. I, I have two jobs. I work at a, at a dealership on Saturdays, and then during the week, I work a, a full-time job. I drive a tanker truck, and I deliver bulk oil to dealerships and, you know, stuff like that. So um, I was at one of the dealerships, and it's this group of guys that we always joke around about stupid stuff. And it was my last stop of the day. And, I mean, I get there, and this guy's just in, like, the worst mood. I was like, are we in a mood today? And everybody's like, and I was like, and it looks like you could use some jizz be gone. And I thought he was going to call over. He's like, use some what? I'm like, oh, yeah, man, it's still available. It's got six days left on it. I like, I pull it out. I start doing the whole spiel. Like, before I know it, there's like 10 guys around me, and they're all laughing about it. And I was like, oh, and it gets better, too. If we get the $2,000, you get these safety glasses. Because did you know that semen comes out at 20 miles per hour? Well, Carol did, and I showed him the name. And I mean, these guys were just rolling. And I was like, and that's not all, folks. If you get us to $5,000, you get your own collapsible clothes basket known as the cum dumpster. And, and it was at that point that he inhaled so hard the laugh, he inhaled a cough drop and, and fell over. And this was the guy that was in a bad mood. So, like, we were all like, oh, my God, he's going to die. He's, like, over there choking to death. And so, like, after everything settled down and, and like, everybody was, like, asking for the links and stuff to it, uh, I was like, so how's your Friday now? He goes, so much better. I needed that. Thank you. And so every, I laughed and everybody had a smile on their face. So, see, I did my job. You know, I'm making my point every day to go out of my way to make sure somebody uh, is, gets lifted up. I mean, everybody has a shit day. You never know what's going on in someone else's life. Uh, let's not tear each other down. Let's build each other up. That's my motto. We're going back to the whole inspiration stuff. So yesterday, off of some stupid project that was brought up on a stupid un unloading show. That's not the proper term. <laughs> unloading. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so, you know, that's the goal of, of the day is that, you know, you never know what somebody else is going through. Make somebody else's day better because in the end, you'll feel better. You could have the worst day of your life. And, you know, like a true story, I'll tell this real quick. You know, I've been doing these shows for three years and I had a life coach on. I bring on anybody. I've had chefs and stuff like that. I would have to say one of my most successful moments on the show was I was at work. One of the guys that I know from Columbia, two and a half hours away from me from a stop that has my number, never called me, never texted me, never, you know, I had his number just for like when I needed to get into the dealership because they would lock the door and I couldn't get in. Never called, never texted me. Got on there and watched the show and watched that show with that life coach. Had some stuff going on in his life. I'm driving through Warrington and I barely got any service. The phone rings. I see Will's number on the phone. And I'm like, Steve's never called me, never texted me. So I pull off. And his phone, I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, you got a little bit to talk. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, well, I just wanted to know you. You, you really changed my life. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, uh, I watched your show last night with the life coach. He's like, I've been going through some really rough times for the last couple of months and all my friends that I thought were friends that won't talk to me. He's like, I've lost, you know, I had losses in my family and I've been just really feeling alone, like not having any friends and I've just been in a really bad place. And, you know, watching your show last night made me think about a few things and he's like, it really changed my life. He's like, and I really want to get, you know, one of your books and, and stuff and check it out. And so, um, you know, after talking to him, like, it made me cry, you know, to think that just doing a, a show for an hour and an hour and a half, you know, that night, I saved somebody's life. I, I saved somebody from taking their life because they were in a deep, dark spot. And, you know, so if you don't think that what you do in this world, you know, like me doing this comic book for, for CB4K, at the end of the day, you know, you don't, it doesn't do good and you only send 100 copies out. I'm going to be happy with that. I'm not going to sit there and go, I didn't do anything you know, this didn't do good, you know, woe is me, nobody bought the book. I'm really excited that I, if I get to send them 100 books, because it only takes one person's life to change. And, you know, the fact that doing a podcast saves somebody that I know's life uh, from them taking their life, from being in a dark spot, it lifted them up. Uh, they've got my book, read my book, uh, the, my book inspired them. Now he's taking his angst and his and everything that's going on in his life, and he's writing his own book. Not to sell it, not to publish it, just because he wants to write his own story. So, you know, you never know what kind of inspiration you may give another person, what kind of impact you're going to make on their life uh, with what you do. So, you know, I'm glad to know that what I do uh, does that for other people. Because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. I don't care if I sell a million copies of my book or a hundred million comic books. It's hearing that one story that makes all of it worth it. So that's what we strive for, making an impact. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> it's definitely cool to like, th there's people that are, you know, huge and like they get those phone calls sometimes, but like, like really like an individual person, you don't have to be a massive success to really change somebody's life. So it's, it's very cool to, it's also rare though. You ever get the call to hear that. Cause like a lot of the times you might be helping somebody if like for every one that calls you, there's probably 10 more that didn't. Right. Yeah. There's probably 10 other people out there that they had that same impact. And, you know, they're just on their way. Like, they're just like, thanks. And they keep moving. So it's, it's very cool that <clears throat> to actually get that call. 
yeah, it's vindication, man. It's 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 satisfaction for for doing what you do. You know, you well, for the it's for the low times when you feel like you're not doing anything. You're wasting your time. You're spending all this money and all this time. You know, for nothing. And which I don't ever feel that. You know, I love helping my indie. You know, my fellow indies out, bringing them on the shows, letting them talk about themselves and their stuff, and finding out about them, finding out more about them as a person. I love doing it. You know, I wouldn't change it for the world. But you know, it's it's even more vindicating to to find out that. Uh, you know, hey, I made a difference in somebody's life today, even though I didn't know I did, you know, through something I did a week ago or last night or, you know, two months ago because they, they came across my video online. That this, this show made an impact. It's making an impact. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. We're, uh, so I think you, you've shouted them out a couple of times, but uh, if you had to dr- drive people to like one spot, where's the uh, the number one spot you want to be sending people right now? So guys, go to Rust Explode Studios, Books with Heart, on my Facebook. Please go check that out. You can find everything on there. My website's at the top of the page. There's also uh, a link to uh, Rust Explode Studios charity auctions for CB4K. Those are the three main things right there. Uh, and there should be my link tree on there as well. Uh, nope, it's not on there. I'll add it on there. I have a link tree, which will take you guys to everything from my Kickstarter page to my, um, to my Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube, uh, everything. I'm on everything. Just Google Russ explode. I mean, you Google Russ one? explode. <laughs> no, that was the GoFundMe I had up for a little while. Uh, I was g- going in for spine surgery and that was... No, those are just pictures. Um, that a lot of that stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. We go, you're gonna put it here though, the link tree. Yeah, I'm gonna put it there. I'm gonna oh, put yeah, the link yeah, tree yeah. there. So then here's the thing, right there. <laughs> yep, Rose Explosive Studios books with heart. Yeah, the link tree will go right there with uh, the zenonanitetitan.com. Yeah, you'll be able to find me or Google Rose Explode. Like I said, if you Google Rose <laughs> Explode, they're all me, all seven thousand four hundred sixty-two of them. Cool. Nice. Well, thanks awesome. a lot for having me on today, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for letting me talk about the stuff, guys. Please, 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 back, share, uh, like, comment on all the posts for uh, Cat Cat and Piggy Girl. Uh, th- this is going to be making a difference. I, if there's any project that I want to do double digits, I want this project to do double digits. I want to send Mark so many comic books, he's going to pass out and just be like, I don't know what to do with all these. Because uh, they they have a hundred and I think 160 hospitals now, so uh, effectively I'd like to do like 3,000 comic books uh, to be able to send to them because that'll give them the opportunity to you know at least send a hundred books to 30 hospitals, you know, so or 50 books to 60 hospitals and get these books out there to these kids. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Thanks for coming on.